right, here we are. It's the Rad and the Power Rovers podcast, episode three of the new season, season two. Um, technically, we didn't lose today, kind of, in 90 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I think if we're relying on technicalities, I think. <laughs> that is the voice of Archie Buck there. I am joined by Archie Buck and Wayne McChrystal today because Ryan and Josh are nowhere to be seen. Ooh, I wonder, wonder what's happened there. Maybe you'll have to listen further into the podcast to find out. We've also got Keith here and miserable Reese in the corner. Um, Wayne, how are you doing? I am uh, feeling great. Uh, currently coming into my 22nd hour of being awake. <laughs> feeling good. And this... Apparently hallucinated some cows in a field. According to the film. <laughs> I maintain they were real. Archie Buck. Um Captain, centre-back today, how are you feeling after that performance? I'm a bit sad that we were out of, of the first couple of the season. Got another one to come, I'm not sure, I'm not sure when. I'm sad because, you know, I think we can, we can win that game another day, as we're going to hear. It goes, uh, goes to penalties, spoilers, you sort of said it already. So, um, we played Charon Reserves today. At Charon, lovely set-up. Uh, yeah, very, very wide pitch. Very flat. Could do some plumbing, I think. Is that the complaint? If I'm not the joke. Yeah, that, no, that was it. You got it on. That, that is now the standing joke with Charing away. Lovely set up there, in all seriousness. So had a lovely match ball. Really lovely match ball. Yeah, where's that match ball from? It's from uh, Locomotive Canterbury. Shout out to the lads. <laughs> I didn't steal it back. Yeah, it says Loco FC on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, so times are tough and it brings cost of living crisis and all that but if Fred is listening it's not a match but it's like a mitre ball it wasn't worth the scrap to get it back I think we should have made it worth the scrap <laughs> we're radna worth the scrap today though um, we started the game pretty well I think I think for the most of that first half we controlled it um, there wasn't many chances in the whole game I think the first chance for us is this the cool, match review? Yeah. yeah. Oh, match review. We're well, sorry now. to smash it out. Yeah, so go on, go. Yeah. You well, smash it out like you do. It's now time for the match review. Who played well? It's the match review. Who played shit and who scored the goals? It's match review. Match review. I mean, I think we started really strongly. I think we got the ball down. We worked it out well, um, left and right. Um, I'm not sure when Ben scored. I feel like it was between the 10 and the 20th minute. Um, I actually can't remember the goal, so I'm going to let Tom fill that in. But up to that point, we'd worked the ball well. We'd been on the front foot. I don't think we'd had anything really to deal with at the back. And next thing, we're 1-0 up. And I thought, yeah, this is this is how it's going to go. Um, could you describe the goal? Um, Phil had it out wide on the right, crossed it in. I think their defender maybe flicked it on. You're still an assist. And it's fallen to Ben's feet, and he has just pummeled it, and he in the bottom corner, I think. Well, well, yeah, I remember it coming over, and it just, yeah, all the time in the world in the box, no one closed him down, and then Ben was like, all right, I don't need a a second invitation for this. Just, yeah, smashed it, smashed it bottom corner. Keeper had no chance. Top corner. Good finish, um, and we, we pretty much didn't have any troubles for the next... 20 minutes I'd say No, we, we looked really good and we were really in the game um, and that was evident from the fact that we had players like really making really good runs I remember one like Alan 
driving down the right channel and some good play to play him in, put a good cross in. Um, Johnny down the left was always a threat. Hayden was getting into crossing positions. And so if you're sort of holding midfielder and your left back are getting into attacking position, that's a really good sign. It shows we were on top. Um, and they weren't really hurting us the other way. They had a, a quick number nine who, who was really busy in, in and around. Um, but I just don't think they had the support up front. Once the ball went up to that front two, we sort of had them pinned back. So they didn't really have the support. But ultimately, we didn't create a load of chances either. Um, they got an equaliser. It came from our, our own mistakes. Uh, there, was a, there was a goal kick, which dropped a bit short. It got nodded back to Bergs under a bit of pressure. And Bergs and I didn't really deal with the ball. So that was probably... Mistake one's probably the goal kick. Mistakes two, us two. Always away with goals. There's normally two or three sets of them. And then the third one is the ball's come in. We haven't managed to head it away. We've just flicked it on and then uh, unfortunately Hayden's wrong place in the wrong time and he's just only managed to divert it into the back of the net um, great finish from Hayden it's a, it's a wonderful connection um, and last week he was moaning about playing up front and then he scores a goal like that <laughs> I, think, uh, I think the difference was when he, he was up front he didn't have your top notch service Tom <laughs> uh, diff- different different this, this week lovely little flick on great great yeah. MJ stranded um, but other than that right so own goal and then what couple of P-rollers no, that's, that's all MJ had to deal with in well, that first half yeah there was the own goal um, but the own goals came we sort of I think the thing was the frustration started to set in with us I thought we were playing really well um, I thought we were working it out the bat well I don't think we'd given it away too many times I think in fact we more gave it away in front of us where we sort of made a bit of weird passes and I think the tension was rising and that, that's when the goal happened but what we did was we bounced immediately back. I don't know if it was straight from kickoff. I don't know if anyone pretty much was straight from kickoff. Yeah. It was one of the best Radner reactions I've ever seen. Probably between their equaliser and, and Ben's second. Talk us through it because you were very involved in this one. Actually. Yeah, I'm not sure how it ended up back with me, but um, was it from a goal kick potentially? No, I'm no, not sure. Back the, the kicker, yeah, maybe they've the, had a chance and it's come straight back to us. Yeah, I think maybe we went out to the left back, Tade, and then mm. we came back inside. And that's the thing. That's why we do that. Why we want to work around. And I just had time, and, and they didn't put any pressure on me, um, so I could just walk forward with the ball. And I could see Ben and Johnny. It's an overload. Well, it's not an overload, but it's two on two, and you bat Ben and Johnny to win most most balls in the air. Um, so you know, I had opened up the body and was looking up the line for any short passes. When it didn't come and they just let me walk forward, I knew that I could hit that. So I just hit a little diagonal in, in into the space. Ben with a great touch and a, and a great finish. Um, and that sort of that was it. It's like man for man. I think we we were we were doing really well in, in the first half and on top, and, and that showed with that goal. But they're a really organised unit, and they, and they did very well um, as well, keeping it tight. Yeah, two one at half time, and I think. I think that's that's what they did really well. I'd say they didn't have many chances, but we didn't have really many. I think we just about edged it with more potential possession and being in their third a bit more, but there wasn't anything clear-cut from us in that first half apart from the two goals. So it was a, it was a quite a quite a tight affair, but we've got to be doing more with the amount of kind of possession we had and the amount of times we were up in their kind of final third. Well, it's a patience game, really, because they're so they're so organised. They know exactly what they're doing. You know, they play in a really good shape, and then when they get the ball, they don't they don't do anything over the top, which is sometimes what we can do. They work it wide to the full bats. They get it up the line. They look and um, they move the this this the tall um, fellow. I think his name's Marco up front in the second half. 
he's just great in the air and, and they know that and so they hit them on throw-ins on corners they do that and they're really organised I think where we need to learn from that is just to be patient to say we've got a lot of the ball so let's make sure we keep it if we keep giving them the ball that gives them an opportunity to do the things they're really good at um, and that's what they did came on the second half um, I don't know if it was really early but it was certainly earlier than you yeah. know t- first 10-15 minutes um, really hard work from their right sided player up against Hayden just kept it away from him it's really difficult to keep away from Hayden at the best of times and he did really well and somehow he dug out a really good cross to the back post and the nine who was really dangerous um, in the first half all just looked like he had really good movement great run to the back post and, and scored I think we can probably do better I wasn't aware he was there that's, that's probably on me I think Michael maybe his positioning and I think I think Bergs has probably got the best view of anybody and, and probably next time he'll 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 think he probably should talk about it a little bit, talk to us. Well Bergs did say in uh, in the car ride home actually, he uh, I think he said the number nine made a small movement one way, which he's tracked, and then he's made a big movement the other way. And like you say, a great movement. So, you know sometimes sometimes you you know players do good things and it's hard to stop them doing it. The, the cross in from the position the lab was in to to get the ball around over Hayde around to the back post it's a brilliant ball in and you know, if, if that's what happened then that's I, just a mode I mode. think that's what's done us a bit there is the fact that someone's got a ball in past Hayden from a position where Hayden's had him stood up for a bit and you nine times out of ten you've Hayden's blocking it and I get I think maybe we'd just fallen asleep a little bit it's a really good ball because it's it's gone so deep over Michael's head question about could he potentially be a, a bit more central but even then is he getting it because it's gone that deep um, and I, yeah I think one thing maybe we need to get better at is coming out at second half we seem to be maybe a little bit down a little bit Which just got to be up considering we were winning yeah <laughs> you know um, and then it's two all and then they had a free kick that Michael tipped over and they had a corner that nearly went directly in. And then other than that, I don't think any other chances. Michael didn't really have to do anything else. No, but that's what I mean is um, about Oh, them. thank you, Phil. You are no longer the new Lee Francis. I think uh, that's what I mean about them just doing what they do really well. They, they're really hard to break down. And they knew that if they, if they could wait long enough, they'd get us on our mistakes, which they did twice. Great goals, well taken. Um, I mean, I know Hayden finished it, but it was a great cross again. The striker was in between you and Hayden, putting pressure on you, and ultimately, there's mistakes. You know, that's what they they do really well. Um, but you're right; they didn't they didn't hurt us because they didn't need to. They they sat in their lines and they played really well. So it's two all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say there was two or three good chances for us to win the game. There was one very good for me where it was possibly our best move of the game. Werner, can you talk us through that at all, do you think? I mean, I, I think Archie's already done it. I think, yeah, I, I assume you're talking about the Ben's chance. Yeah. yeah, so as I recall, Pete picked it up initially in the middle of the park. He looked to try and play it forward, but was sort of there wasn't anything obvious on And he plays it back to Bergsy. Yeah. I think it went back to Bergs. Yeah. Then it, go and it to... went all the way across the back far. Okay. So and, it went Bergsy, Archie, me... And then I think it then gets worked back out the, to the right again because it, it ends up. It, it, oh yeah, it ends up to Alex, doesn't Johnny it? Johnny has switched. So what happened was, and this is where we, this is where we can learn a lot from this sort of thing, and why we need to relax a little bit and not 
not be sawing each other. It was in the right back right quadrant of the pitch. And instead of rushing and, and going, we, we worked it really well out off to the left. I don't know how we did, but we did. And that pulls their whole team over. And then Johnny's switched it completely back where it's come from. They've all come across. Alex is free in space, gets down the line. Brilliant ball back the other way where they're all recovering. And Ben's there, free header at the back post. And unfortunately, um, I think he's gone for the closest post to him when really I think he's just got to head back across there. I think as well, considering Ben is quite a tall fellow, it was an awkward height for him where it's probably coming in probably around maybe like his stomach, chest area kind of thing. He had to bend down for it, didn't he? I reckon he should have taken a touch and buried it. But, uh, you know, not everyone's such an instinctive striker as I am. I'm not going to batter him, but I think he'll be disappointed to have missed it. He's I agree. It'd, it'd have been his hat trick. That yeah, it'd have been the perfect hat trick potentially. Was it what? Right foot was the first one. No, I think his second was right foot. It was a nice little. Oh yeah, one on one. Yeah. Was it left foot? Keith is saying it was left foot, so it would have been the perfect hat trick. Ben, hang your head in shame. <laughs> no, don't hang your head in. Two great, two great goals, and he'll be disappointed with the third one. You know, he will be. So that that was the big one for me, and then we've had a couple of, I think, half chances where we've got in very good positions and maybe not pulled the trigger trigger well enough. Well, I think that one was probably on the old XG rating is probably yeah. quite high. Um, I think Pete had a really really good chance, which is probably one of that's probably low percentage on the XG thing, but it was one of those where almost everything was perfect. It was an absolutely fantastic ball through from yourself, Tom. Thanks, Wayne. A brilliant third man run by Peter breaking the lines. Took it nicely. Did he take it on his chest? I think so. Yeah. And then he then he just lofts it yeah. over the keeper and it looks like it and it's just dipping just under the crossbar. And you're thinking, oh, here we go. But the goalkeeper, I mean, hat, hat off to him manages to stretch every sinew in his body and just get fingertips and tip it over and it was one of those where it's like wow great ball great run great finish and great save and I think that was maybe like in the last 10 minutes and I feel like then we just had corners for the last five and that's another thing we should be potentially doing better with that pressure there yeah um I don't really have an excuse for that because I'm probably one of the people who should be heading it more it does feel mixed in, in terms of, of where the ball ends up going and I think that's maybe something we can work on. I think I always say, I, I mean I say it on Saturday as well, is when you've got the height advantage I really don't think you have to put a good ball in. I really don't. I think you float into an area and let us go at it. Um, but yeah, I think I think probably I, I could have got on a couple today and, and just didn't, didn't quite have the aggression probably. Not sure. I think one at the end I've got my head onto it and I should be getting a better contact on it. Oh, yeah. The one, I think it was the last corner, and I've, I've kind of, headed it with my nose potentially, and it's gone just a bit. It's not on target, unfortunately. It's, it's funny because at the other end, bearing in mind they, they've got, I would say their centre backs are a little bit less of stature, but they're wide player, as in height wise, this natural height, they're good players, but they're they're tall lad down who played in the middle and then up front, and the two wide players are very tall, and defending corners, we're brilliant. We headed everyone away, yeah. didn't give them a chance. And that's what I'm kind of meaning about the delivery, is if, if you give us an equal battle at the other end, we might get a, we might get a chance. And I think, it's, as I said, it's the same in, in all levels of football that I've ever played in. It's, if you have got the height advantage, I really don't think you need to 
you do, don't need to do magic with that ball. Just put it in the right area. Put it in the right area two or three times, you'll get a goal. And then, um, obviously, the game has finished and due to circumstances beyond our control, it went straight to penalties. Um, Bergsy stepped up. Did we take the first one? No, second. They took the first one, scored. Bergsy stepped up for our first one. Keeper saved it. Yeah, and he said um, there was a penalty later on in the shootout that he compared his one to. The difference was that, unfortunately, Bergs just didn't put the, the power on it. It, it. it wasn't in the corner. It wasn't the worst penalty. But there were the, whichever one he was referring to later had a lot more on it and Keeper went the right way and he's just made a good save. Keeper was really active. He, he, he committed to, to his saves. He went one way or the other, which you saw in a couple where he went the wrong way. Made the goal look small. I mean, walking up, spoilers, but walking up, he, you, look, you looked at him and you thought, I'm going to have to put this in to beat him. So, yeah. Fair enough. So Bergsy missed, uh, not missed, saved. It was so a saved. It wasn't a miss. Then they've stepped up, gone two-one up. Then it was uh, ben, ben, who smashed it in. The keeper's got hands to it, to the keeper's right. Well, I think this is speaking about the keeper again. Is that everyone knew exactly what Ben was going to do this penalty in terms of power, and Ben has, has cleanly smashed that. I would say it was in the corner. I haven't seen a replay, but it looked like it was in the corner. And the keeper has dived, got both hands to it, yeah. both hands, yeah. but it's beaten him for pace. But that just shows the keeper was just on it. He was just committing and, and um, he was unlucky, really. So then one all. No, no, two, two one to one. them. Two one. Then the centre back stepped up and he skied it. No, I think he skied it on the third. Oh, I can't Someone skied it. I don't know what order it was. Third. Third skied it. Then you stepped up. No, then Alex Watson has stepped up. Alex Watson to get us level. Now, yeah, so it? Alex Watson got us level. Very good penalty. Put it to the right of the keeper. I think the keeper went the right way again for that, though. Yeah, but, but the difference again was Alex's was a little bit firmer, and I think it was a little bit higher. But it yeah. was a good. good that keeper predicted them very well, as we will find out very soon. Then they scored, so it was free. That was one straight down the middle, I think. Yeah, that's, number that's the two all. Then they've stepped up and scored to make it free two straight down the middle. Yeah, straight down the middle. Um, I think Michael was caught in, in no man's zone because he'd just done that. He'd done that thing you do as a keeper. He's gone one way, he started to go to the right, and then yeah. it's difficult to, to come back from that. Then Captain Buck stepped up. Yeah, and I just tried to, to give him, you know, I tried to do the old body shape and eyes looking one way and, and put it in the other corner. And you're right, because I think he's gone the right way on every penalty yeah. except mine. So, yeah, um, I slotted that to the left. But I had a look back as well. I think I hit it harder than I thought I did. I think I forget that I did tend to hit it a little bit hard um, because I don't think he'd have got it if he'd gone that way anyway. But I was a little bit nervous. But I was I was happier that um, we were back in it at that point. If you see what I mean. Then they've scored again, and it's that makes it five four, and then four three. Sorry, and then Andy stepped up to take us to well it's we're in sudden death here and Andy slotted it away as well yeah so we're still in the rounds of five but if Andy misses we're out and Andy's great technician just top uh, well I thought he was going to go top right he went bottom right perfect in the corner keeper went the right way but it's just yeah, better than he's him. gone the right way four times out of five already yeah <sighs> then they've stepped up again and scored I mean I don't think I don't think Michael unfortunately got close to any of them 
I can't remember which one it was for them, but there was one of their... Oh, we I mean, went the right way, didn't it? Was it? One, it was like the thir- their third one, and the guy has literally put it in the side netting. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. is probably, probably actually saying And then I've stepped up for the sixth. Um, Back myself. Stepped up. I didn't. I didn't feel pressure. I did my usual. I back myself with penalties. I've got a spot and I go there. I try side netting, my left side netting, and I pretty. I could have maybe done it lower. I think that's my problem. I've done it at the perfect height of the keeper, but again, he's gone early and he's committed. And he's gone the right way and he's fucking palmed it away and they've won on penalties. Yeah, well, he, when he's made the save, he's full stretch. So we can criticise you as much as we want. It, he's committed and he, I think you praise him. I don't think it's a critique of you. Um, you hit it well, you stepped up and did it. And, and unfortunately, that was it. That was our, is it Shebar? Yeah. That was our Shebar cup run over. Undefeated. <laughs> I'm like I feel like Southgate or Stuart Pearce now though that's my problem I don't know how I'm going to get over this uh, maybe a Pizza Hut endorsement coming your way that, that'll, that'll ease the pain somewhat you and Baggio so that's it we're out of the cup another season the cup run ends short but we still have the league cup to come and the kent cup where we got a bye so technically we're already in the second round for that um other than that i mean big ben got man of the match today i mean he scored two very good goals well done ben yes well done ben um, and he's basically <laughs> put himself about really well i think i don't look i i think from a defensive point of view i thought we'd done pretty well today actually buck yeah, I do. I'm disappointed with the, the second goal, especially. Yeah. Um, because I just feel like, as I said, it's always the way. There's always two or three mistakes. I think in the first one, we already talked about it. In the second one, we've let the cross come in. Keepers maybe a bit out of position. Me and Bergs haven't got... Well, Bergs has got a clue where the nine is. I didn't know where the nine was. You said it yourself. No one's expecting the cross. And when it comes, it's brilliant. And ultimately, one guy's in the box is beating three defenders and a keeper. So... Um, actually, can we talk about one other moment in this game? Hayden Hindry's back pass to Michael Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you get a bit of poop in your pants during that part, winner? No, I was confident <laughs> at all points that MJ was going to mop it up. <sighs> Never worried. Um, yeah, Hayden's got it, what, in our box? And I'm there for the set. And I, I'm, and straight after he said to me, I don't know what I was doing there. And I don't know what's happened. I think something's come over him. He's got too hot or something and he'd forgot where he was. And rather than playing it back to me, he's played it back to Michael. Really short. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot. We do it all over the pitch. It's like we, we sell ourselves short. We don't put a bit of firmness on the pass. And... Um, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking because we were both there screaming at him, you know, setting away, setting away. The Charing Knights have done a really good job. They shut Hayden down and one of them was ready to shut you down. But he's just he's just rolled he's rolled Michael Hospital pass and Michael Tuferis has got out and I, I don't know if he's got his, one of his broken toes to it, but he's done <laughs> he's done something. He's done something and got it away. So nice one there, MJ. But uh, Hayden trying to stitch his pal up again. It's like it's Bromley Green all over again. <laughs> and other than that, anything else that stood out today, Werner? Uh, I think like 
Archie sort of alluded it to it earlier, where we found ourselves in a winning position, in quite decent control of the game, but then we almost seem to get nervous that we're not four or five goals ahead. And it's almost one of those where, look, we were winning 2-1. If we just held the ball better and just worked it around, made them work a bit more, then we win it. And like we say, it's probably an experience thing. We have to we have to look and reflect on these things and be like, well, how can we do better? But, yeah. Heard it here first. Take a, when you get home, stand in front of the mirror and take a long, hard look at yourself and ask, have I done what Wayne thought? of me today and wanted me to do and if the answer is no you need to sort it out yeah I'll uh, I expect uh, apology uh, messages from all of you <laughs> uh, and that's your match review um, let's go into the next segment hey show me out show me out so we've had a bit of um, controversy in the Radner Pod Rovers family, um, and they're not here today, and there's a reason for that. Um, Ryan and Josh have had a bit of a falling out, and we've got the Border Force expertise here to talk us through what has happened. Yeah, so the thing, the thing that happened was was uh, Jack. We all love Jack. Uh, big golf, big golf guy. First class, Jack. Yeah. If he's not jetting around the world, he's doing uh, other first-class things. Yeah, like... he lives a life that we can only aspire to. Anyway, uh, Jack uh, has has gone up to Nottingham to to play some golf, and uh, Josh was anticipating uh, going along as his caddy, but uh, Ryan's got the nod. Josh not happy, and uh, he's actually, he's, he's, I'd say he's taken taken it too far. I don't know about you, <laughs> but. I'm pretty sure there's a ring doorbell proof that um, Josh has done a shit <laughs> on Ryan's doorstep and then pushed it through the letterbox. I mean, bang out of order. How? You, so the the evidence. So he did the shit on the doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, what I found amazing was he picked it up with his right foot. Like he's done it almost to keep it up there. The and then is, pushed it through with his uh, left hand. The thing is, Reece Smith wouldn't be getting a game if MJ had that kind of ball control. You know, <laughs> Josh has showed him up there. Josh has showed him up. The way he's balanced that, it's unreal. Showing his Brazilian qualities there. It's a lovely solid turd that he's taken, though, isn't it? He's obviously got a lot of protein in his diet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the big news at the moment. They're not talking. They're not here. That's the reason they're not here. A lot of infighting going on between those two. And... I mean, you're going to have to come back, and it's not going to be next week because we're not going to have a pod now potentially for two weeks. We might have to have an emergency pod for Josh and Ryan to bury the hatchet. Yeah, I think, you know, it's that serious that I think some we're going to have to intervene. The, the future of the pod is at stake. And everyone would be gutted if it disappeared from us because we have had a couple of... Uh, questions in from our listeners from Honduras and Vietnam. Um, we've got uh, John Claude from Honduras. Has this is a question for you, Phil? Phil Bachelor is still here, thankfully, and it's, it's straight from John Claude. It says, "Phil, I follow you on social media. I love your tattoos, and was wondering if you would get one of my face. What are your thoughts?" 
Yeah, definitely, man. Send your photo in and I'll get it done. No worries. Right, well, that's an actual email that's come in from Jean-Claude, Phil. So, Big up, John. Okay, and then next up, we've got a message from Sandra Martin, who actually lives in Vietnam. I mean, <laughs> I think she's an expat, potentially. But she has asked you, Reese, surprisingly, um, after two weeks of playing in net, how do you feel to be dropped from Michael Johnson? <laughs> I didn't get dropped. I told him to play MJ, so um, just to keep him sweet and so he didn't get upset anymore. That's not what Sandra said. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Radden Park Rovers podcast. Wait, no, have you got anything to add before we leave? Uh, no. <laughs> I've got something to add. Uh, Next week, the Nailbots pub. Well, I don't know if everyone knows, but the Nailbots pub is changing hands. Very exciting. Armour Gaffer is the uh, current landlord of the Nailbots pub, and he is having a massive leaving due on the 23rd. So if you're listening to this and you don't know that, get yourself down to the Nailbox. There'll be live music. There'll be very expensive pints. I mean, very cheap pints. <laughs> Cheapest in Ferguson, apparently. Uh, yeah, something along those lines. They're not too bad. He does do happy hour Sundays, 1 till 4 p.m. Um, I think but yeah get yourselves down uh, we are off for two weeks don't know who we're going to be playing but the league looks very exciting uh, let's let's ways. get back to winning ways exactly let's see what the fixtures deal us up the Radner up the Radner up the Radner right, that's weird see you later lads I need to go to bed love you winner